welcome to Cinemarathon, the Movie Marathon's podcast where we watch a series of movies all in one day and then discuss them afterwards. My name is John, and this month I am joined by Matthew. Boot it. And Amanda. What up? And Richard. This room is green. And Pat. Welcome. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Hey. (laughs) Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah, We're back. 2014. It's the future. Yeah, we're ever closer to the Back to the Future 2015. Holy shit. That shit's next year. Oh, my God. Coming up. That means next year they're going to release the special edition Nikes that self-lace. Yeah. Which they patented two years ago. Which they promised to us. They better release them. Yeah. Put a, get, putting them beside a savings account for those. I'm saving for a robot instead. <laughs> but speaking of uh, near future, uh, this month we just, well, I guess I guess that's an assumption on my part. Yeah. It's near well, future. Yeah, yeah, you know, know. It's, a, it's a good bet. That's yes. a safe bet. <laughs> but what are we talking about? We're talking about a uh, sort of obscure indie movie series called Cube. Which is what we watched for this Never heard of it. Yeah, never. Even though we watched it, still still don't know. But, uh, you know, for those of you who maybe have never heard of this series, it's uh, started in like the mid to late 90s. Well, honestly, series is like kind of a generous uh, thing to say. It's a good movie called Cube, uh, which came out in the late 90s. It's very, very interesting. And then it has two sequels that are maybe not quite as interesting, but... Nope. <laughs> they are interesting. But um, I normally I don't really do this, but I th- feel it's appropriate for like a mild disclaimer on this. Like if, if you're listening to this and you just haven't like seen Cube at all, like I would recommend at least going out and seeing the first movie before listening to this podcast. Because the other two, like what, you know, they're, they're nice, but we can spoil away for you. But if you haven't seen the first one, I would yeah. watch that before you check it out. for sure. But uh, yeah, that that's it for my little, you know, preamble. But uh, yeah. It, so had anyone, I know I'd only seen Cube. What was, what were you guys at? Like, had same, you seen same here. Well, only seen Cube. I, I, I had seen all three, though. The third one was just a total like burnout. Like I, I had nothing. I was like, I know I've seen this and all the stuff is familiar, but I don't recall it. But many a memory of Hypercube. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me, it was actually a little opposite. I I had seen all three, but didn't have a strong recollection of Hypercube and had remembered uh, the the third one only because it was a prequel. And it kind of caught me off guard that it was like prior to the events of the first movie. Um, That stuck with me. But really detail wise, I didn't remember much of anything about the sequels. Yeah, totally. Oh, I, I guess I should mention, you know, in case you want to run out and get all of these, the the movies are basically Cube. The second one's called Cube Two, Cube Hypercube. Cube. Yeah. Or is it just Cube Squared? Cube yeah. Squared Hypercube. Cube squared, yeah, hypercube. Cube Squared Hypercube. <laughs> and then the third one is Cube Zero, which is a prequel, like sort of. It, it doesn't really seem to be until like the very very end, but I guess the idea is it's a prequel movie, which is why it's Cube Zero. They should have called it Cube Cubed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. then the fourth one, Ice Cube. It's <laughs> a good one. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, it's called coming, Friday. Coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have thought they were connected, but you know, I got I got full circle. <laughs> I got so many jokes from, from from other friends of mine who who I told about the, this marathon. I, I said we're, we're going to watch all the Cube movies. They say so you're going to watch all the Friday movies and all about the Benjamins. <laughs> and, uh, are we yeah, there yeah. yet? 
<laughs> Are we there yet? Road trip or wait, wait, what? Ride along. Ride, Ride along. along. No, no, no. What's the one with him and Raven Simone? That's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, oh college road, road trip. trip. College That's what he yeah, just yeah. said. That's not him, is it? I think so. I think Ooh, it Raven is. Simone? I thought oh no, was... you know what? Or That's Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Racist. I'm so glad. <laughs> you just set us back will, 40 years. <laughs> I will see myself out of the room. Take a black <laughs> like face you don't off remember. Here's the thing. I'm not even upset about any sort of racial like possible like negative thing I did. I'm just mad I did Martin Lawrence like that. Yeah, yeah no one that. Martin Lawrence is the best. How dare you? <laughs> the patron saint of Cinemarathon. <laughs> <laughs> Great Martin Lawrence. God, I, oh, I fucked up. Well, my bad. Luckily, we weren't doing we weren't doing that marathon. Nope. Yeah. yeah. At all, yeah. we're doing the cute marathon. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and start with the first movie, which of course is called Cube. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, it's actually super decent. Good. I yeah. remember seeing it for the first time when I was young, and I was like, "What is this all about?" And all the death scenes, I feel like, were really rad. Yeah. Yes. The They're character awesome. arcs were neat, like, and the character archetypes were particularly very interesting. Each person playing the role they played, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I had a, like a very fond memory of Cube from mm-hmm. seeing it in high school, like back in the '90s. And I, I will confess, I kind of had a fear when we were throwing the DVD in of like, was I just crazy? Like, is this yeah, kind same of a here. bad sure. movie? And I, you know, you get nervous when you haven't seen a movie in like 15 years. You're like, I don't know, because you know, people change, your opinions change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, movie making gets better as it advances, but like. It totally, I thought, was still very good. Like, I was yeah, very pleasantly, up. not surprised, but just, I was very happy that it held up. To yeah, and anything from, like, the early to mid-90s really frightens me technical-wise. Like, I think it was pretty much the low point of, like, movie history as far as, like, the way <laughs> wow, movies... Really? Yeah, sort of, with uh, how movies, like, looked. You know, like, every oh, decade okay. has a certain, like, visual overtone, and like, you know, like 80s is like, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit grimy, but a lot of film grain, you know, but like you can see the technology advancing. And then somewhere in that mid 90s era, like film stocks just took a crap. <laughs> like they just like went to shit. And like, you know, it's just yeah. that weird 90s tone some movies have. And it doesn't usually hold up very well. But this actually didn't have too much of that. Like it, I guess because it was all shot in dark spaces and right. everything yeah. that it, it felt a little more timeless than a lot of those movies of that era. Well, as budgeted as this movie was filming, filming wise, where it is essentially one set, mm-hmm. uh, they do a great job at making you interesting, visual, visually interesting just by changing the colors. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a simple thought, but it at least gives you a sense that things are evolving or changing and they're not just, it's not just phone booth. Like they're not just in one location. It's not like they're all white <laughs> rooms, like in yeah. Hypercube oh, too. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, think they could have learned the one lesson from the first movie, yeah. which is like mix the room up a little bit, just yeah. a bit. Yeah. It's just crazy. As obvious as it may be that that it was really only only one set or, or one geometric shape to into all the sp- spaces that these characters are in. I I never even now and knowing as much as I do about movies, I never think that they that that it is the same room that that, that they're always r- running in or out mm-hmm. of. It always seems different to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Totally, it's made so well and, and and so convincingly and shot well enough that I do believe that that they're moving ar- around thousands of different of these cubes. Yeah. And I was really impressed with kind of the elements of like, it was so MacGyver to me when, especially Ren, the escape artist or right. whatever, was like, 
you know, suck on a button. It keeps your saliva up. You know, all these like very interesting little tricks here and there. That uh, very attention to detail with those. I, I was impressed by that. Boot it. Boot, Boot it. it. <laughs> Boot it. My great. main man. <laughs> Kazan, my main man. Jeez. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. To me, the whole premise itself is just already very interesting. Like, I always really like movies like this. I mean, I feel like you know the guys that made Saw like clearly have to have seen this movie, right? Oh, completely. It's, it's Absolutely so similar. influenced. Yeah, just that idea of like you wake up, you don't know how you got here. Oh my God, there's traps like everywhere. It's it's just such a cool premise that I think it plays really well. It's the most like. I, I mean, it's going to sound like a criticism, but it's really not. But it's like the most base form of mystery, which is put yourself in the first person view of someone who woke up and doesn't know what's right. happening. And totally. it's and it was really effective. And, you know, like you said, with a, such a consolidated small space, like it put a mystery in one room and you got yourself a, you know, it's a classic mystery scenario. Yeah. Well, especially when you have a room full of strangers. Yeah. Who are we learn about them by them learning about each other. Yeah. And so that's just. That's you know we we only know what they tell each other and what secrets that they're keeping, uh, and it's much more entertaining when when these secrets start to come out mm-hmm. later much. on. Yeah, it's like Clue or something. Right, yeah. right. There's a great uh, Twilight Zone episode that, that that I'm sure many you many of you have seen called uh, Five Characters in Search of an Exit. Mm-hmm. With with uh, these 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 uh, these characters dressed up in really specific costumes in a confined space, and they don't know that they, they have no memory, and they don't know how they got in the space, and they don't know what their fate is, and they're freaking out, and there's a lot of tension in such a small amount of time, and uh, this movie completely uh, feels just like that, like amped up so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally, and I there's something about just. The, I mean, I, I will say that the acting itself is not, like, top-notch. I wouldn't say that anyone's knocking out of the park. But that being said, I think it's just written very well. That they're very good about making mm-hmm. these kind of unique characters that play off each other in interesting ways. And the fact that the movie just supplies no information of, like, why they're there or what the fuck's going on. That it, it really helps them be so paranoid against each other. Like, especially, uh, what's his name? The um, Worth. Well, worth and then the the kind of the our villain guy that turns into Quentin. 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 Yes, yes, the cop Quentin. Like he gets like crazy paranoid about. He thinks everyone's in on it, and and that stuff I think works really well. Well, and their speculations of of why and how are all are all fun. Like Holloway is right. Totally, you know, Big Brother's watching you and. You know, the, the, I knew it. I knew it all along. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like conspiracy theorist, doctor, right? Yeah, clinic doctor. Okay. So there's a free clinic doctor, there's a cop, there's a student who's really good with Mathematics. numbers yep. and math. There's like an escape artist. There's an escape artist. There's a, a just a mentally challenged yes. gentleman. Yes. So the wrench of all wrenches, <laughs> someone who cannot be controlled. It was great. It was like this, un, it was such a smart idea. I mean, as silly as it sounds, oh, throw a retarded person in there and then see what happens. It's it ups the ante so much. Yes. It was very interesting. Well, technically, he was technically autistic, right? Is what I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, he's like an idiot, yeah. idiot savant. Yeah. Savant. Yeah. savant. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. To be technical. No, I just, really... no, I, but it's, I mean, it is a distinction, but I'm actually, for, uh, as many times as I've seen this movie, I've never really gathered exactly what he was supposed to well, be, what right. his stasis was. Right, Espe- right. So. Es- especially based on the information we find out later on that exactly. who knows what his real situation is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Right. No, totally. Whatever. <laughs> For the sequels. That, more to come on that later. Yeah, yeah, later. Yes, mm-hmm. the answer to the retarded Oh, that's man. true. Yes, that <laughs> is All true. your questions. It's only a hint. Yeah. yeah. That stuff's kind of silly. The movie itself, I think, would play great with all that tension, but you add in the, these, like, really gnarly murders that this thing will do to you. Like, I think, especially, I mean, that opening sort of bit of just the guy wakes up, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Walks in a room, shank, like, falls into bits. Like, yep. that's a pretty yeah. good he gets opening. cubed, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just diced up. Like, that's such a cool way to open a movie. That's a great way because it, it presents the danger immediately, so you're already at high stakes risk there, you know? And with the Ren, that Ren death. So Ren is this escape artist. He's the second person to die, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he's correct. Yeah. Which is acid, crazy because the he's the one that's supposed to be the professional. He jumps in a room and something is, it's phys- like censored. What was the censor in that room? It was, uh, it was yeah. like body like why heat. the boot it didn't work. The boot didn't work. It was right. like it was, body heat. It was like, like signature body or something. Heat. Yeah, and, then and it he just got, comes in and sprays him in the face. And then and he yeah. got sprayed in the face, which was like really jarring because you're like well if anyone's gonna fucking survive it's this guy and he mm-hmm. dies second yeah. but what's, what's what's even more horrifying is with a face full of acid and writhing in pain he manages to climb back up the ladder open the door like desperate to get to someone who might be able to help him it's just, it's just such a terrifyingly slow death yeah his, and, and then he full-on face melting yeah, yeah, yeah cool. the makeup effects oh, are great yeah. yeah it's so gnarly it's straight out of like uh raiders of lost ark or something yeah it's yeah just, oh gross although the movie is not without its kind of weird oddities like there's that one moment where the woman just i feel like no reason just yells like holy cats yeah like yeah what was that i i still don't understand like is that a common no no no. was she meant to be like misspeaking i didn't understand it's a way of her censoring herself it's probably a a habit that she's been stuck in instead of uh swearing uh, she because because cow is just yeah. you know, such a big curse yeah, cow. Word. Holy, <laughs> there are actual holy cows in Tibet, and she didn't want to milk any of those. Exactly. That's true. Anybody? No, no one cares about cats. That was mm-hmm. holy cats. Yeah, I think yeah, that was, was very just strange. one of the weird lines. But for the most part, I mean, all the dialogue was silly, like yeah. that. Yeah, my man, like that's. <laughs> and yeah, really, there's Quentin. nothing. I, I and I don't believe that there's really in, anything wrong with that with this such a heightened state of reality Absolutely that, not, that all yeah. these movies take place in. But this one certainly really hits the mark on all of it, where, where it's it's enough of a fantasy for for us to think, well, when the hell does this t- take place? We never know. It could be now, and it's a very secret sort of a facility, and that's what's so exciting about it mm-hmm. for for the information we don't find out. So um, all the all the quote unquote subpar acting it just lends to creating a a world. And it's on reality where, where everybody's reacting so over the top because they're so goddamn frightened about what's going yeah. on. Yeah. And and as advanced as some of the things may seem, uh, you could just as easily argue that they're not. Because most of the traps are very, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I guess what I would consider analog traps. Yeah. Like it, it's sharp spikes and it's, uh, you know, poisonous foam. And wires. Right. Yeah. Wires. Fishing yeah. Oh my God. That, when the, the, the wires, when they coil up around him and he dives out of the way before they you know, just I don't even know what you would call that death being like yeah. corkscrew <laughs> diced around. I mean, that would be cheese slicer or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and so that's one of the more other interesting aspects of it. It's not like like laser turrets or uh, you know deadly bee swarm or something like that. It, <laughs> it, it, right. It's it's just it's just very like T one thousand kind of traps. Just well, like the metal objects. The the really the technology that becomes sort of 
feeling like it's beyond current technology to me was just the sensors. It wasn't the traps themselves oh. as much as it was how advanced the rooms could sense in so many different ways. It was like hydrochemical, like it noted, like tested the air and you know, like it knew there was like salt from the skin, like all that right. stuff seems very like out there for the time period uh, that you're describing. Cause like you said, yeah, it felt, feels very analog other than that. Um, even like the shifting of the cubes. I mean, that's not, you know, you get those on mm -hmm. like a, a cog system or something like mm -hmm. that's yeah. not that unheard of. It's, you know? it's incredible to, to think about just the logistics of this whole thing. And th th this is why I, 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 I like the movie so much. And I only saw it once years ago. So I, I was really eager to watch it again. But just to think of what's going on in between those things, mm -hmm. in between each of the cubes to move it around in sequence. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because eventually our, our, our characters realize that, they, that all of the cubes are moving mathematically in a predictable sequence. Mm -hmm. But they're all dead but, but by the time they really figure it out, most mm -hmm. of them anyway. So thinking about how, how much room we see in between when they're when they're opening doors and crawling through there's little to no room at all yeah like a yeah. couple inches a couple inches and and so all these all these rooms w which we find out are 14 feet uh uh cubed all the way around there's who knows what in between passing them around and, ma and making them all fit within this who knows what facility and, and we know that there's a one cube length from an outer wall right. that, that the cubes can shift outwards and kind of allows them to kind of manipulate around right uh and so, like, because they do reach an outer edge, which one of the character, main characters designed. Yeah, but right. he, but which he, right. we find out later on yeah. in the movie that he was like, oh, I'm just a, you know, just a link in the chain, man. I was just putting my head down designing. So I didn't know it was for like a machine right. that was going to kill people. Like, yeah, to me, honestly, this is the single strongest thing about the movie. Is we're sitting here, you're talking about uh, the rooms and the mood, the shifting, and how the edge and how big it is. Also, and then you sit back and you think about it, and it's like they shot this thing in like one room. Right. One room. It's it has to be like one of the best examples I've ever seen of creating a world and such a huge concept and such a dense, like yeah. intelligent movie, and it's just like dirt cheap. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the, the <laughs> staging incredible. and the hookups and stuff is yeah, amazing. Flawless. There's I mean, there's never a point where I was like, hey, they just looked up there and that was the room. No, like they really mapped it out and really were very thorough. Well, what about just the the numbers themselves? Like I I I wondered if the math actually checks out. Oh, like, that's a good question. Yeah. Like if the, you know, the whole like, you know, quote unquote permutations of how the cubes move. Of the factorials, like uh, based on, yeah, the prime yeah, numbers and like, all that stuff. You know, like how much time was and effort was put into that, if any. And if... Well, is anyone here an idiot, Savon? Can we figure it out? <laughs> no. Yeah. Astronomical. And, and, uh, I'm just an idiot, so... <laughs> yeah, well, I, Amanda, your fingers are moving continuously. I don't know what... Uh, <laughs> I've got the shakes and the diabetes. Get her some gumdrops quick. <laughs> I want to go back to the blue room. Oh, yeah, gumdrops. You yeah. should be eating those right now. Gumdrops come in bags. That's a good bags. point. Yeah. I, you know, had I, I been smarter about what food to get for the marathon, I would have gotten gumdrops. I but didn't even I remember forgot that about that aspect. part of the movie. Yeah, the... the what are, so we mentally handicapped? Sure. Yeah, yeah we're not sure. Like, yeah, his name is Kazan. It's possibly yeah. the closest thing Played by we know. He likes to be paid in gumdrops, so he figured it, they figured out... That that's how they can convince two gumdrops. Him. Yeah, two gumdrops. <laughs> him too. He's when, like, but, I'll give you a whole fucking bag. Just get your ass. When he's, I'll give you a box of gumdrops, and then he uh, proceeds to respond, "Gumdrops come in bags, yeah. not boxes." Yeah, <laughs> idiot, you fucking idiot. By the end of the movie, he's up to like twenty-eight bags. Yeah, I hope right. he went out. So what? Uh, the other thing, that, real quick, back to the people involved that I thought was interesting is that 
common, like, let's be realistic. If common people were just thrown in there anyways, everyone would just fucking die immediately. The fact is they did have to show an expert like Ren, like running through it and show these people. Right. Like I think about the people who created the cube and this trap. I'm sure they went through so many prototypes where people just died immediately. Yes. Like the common person would just wander around until they died. Mm. But the fact that they brought in like an expert to show these people how the cube works, you know, like we said, they're learning about each other through each other. This was another thing. We're learning about it through this great um, kind of character. Otherwise, everyone would have been dead even even before they met each other. Yeah. But it's know? like so weird that like the the scenario is presented not only to the characters involved, but to the audience as though it's a test, like a test to be completed. But it's not. It's really more like as as you learn more about the franchise, it's really more a most dangerous game scenario where it's just you're not expected to live It's for somebody else's kicks like it's kind of weird but and then but there's all these other like aspects of like seems like there's like some sort of military element or something <laughs> like they add so much into this universe yeah. that doesn't ever seem to add up that it's really well, really confusing okay. like throwing the other two movies aside which obviously make the mistake of trying to dip into like why is this happening I like I think one of the most beautiful things about the first movie is it doesn't really give you any of that yeah you're completely left to like it's a mystery and I think it's an error to, to try to explain it that being said I think it'd be kind of fun, like round robin here, like the cute, like what's going on, yeah, why, why is, is the one cube? at a time. Yeah. Like, what does everyone think? Like, what is the fucking cube? Like, what's going on? Oh man, Matthew, we can start with you. I think it's the the idea of a TV producer gone mad who wants to create the greatest reality TV show of all time. It's pretty good. Okay, I think that. It is the government, but they're trying to get an elite team of like super spies, super agents together. So if the people can make it out of the cube, they can, you know, be super spies. Hmm. Uh, similar to Amanda's, but it differs in that they're trying to perfect the cube. And that's why they keep putting people of different professions in to see where the flaws are. Uh, like, well, what would a cop think? Oh, he would think about this. Or what would an escape artist think? Okay, so these are the things that we need to correct in order like to make this. Like Incredibles. Kind of like Incredibles. Yeah, the thing yeah. That like learns. the right. Syndro's machine. Oh, okay. yeah. right. But then to do what with it? Just keep making make it perfect. It make so it's just cube. out of fascination, just for well, pure science, you think? Like they're trying to perfect it for it to then sit somewhere like to then well, be done well, with well it. that's where worth's whole thing is like you know it, there's nothing to this like it's just going to keep going on because mm. it's built right and what it, more can you do with it once it's built its existence yeah so, so you mm-hmm. just keep making it better yeah this um what i could gather is um a private security uh company is is in league with a government or 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 a large amount of funds to to perfect this security system and eventually yes the the the, the security system winds up justifying its own existence um to to completely evil ends or 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 only to ends to keep it going and it seems like that where like a a nightmare society where a government would use it eventually as their own pr- prison system and that's it just to keep people there and punish them and that's all and if they die, they die. If they make it out, we'll kill them. Got it. To me, the only thing that makes any kind of sense to me is some billionaire psychos like entertainment. 
Yeah. Because it's so sadistic. Like, the whole thing is just so fucking weird and all these mind games and stuff. I just see it as Dangertainment. Yeah. (laughs) Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes set this up. Oh, my God. How good would that be if the end of the third movie had just zoomed out and Buster Rhymes in there? Like Halloween. He's like, Dangertainment does it again. Yeah, no, it'd be incredible. Yeah, it's like a really futuristic, the pest. Yeah. Which is actually based off the most dangerous game. Yeah, Yeah, right. Exactly. But yeah, who I don't know. Whoever built that thing is just a dick. That's all I gotta say. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a dick. And that's your final answer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think uh, I was uh, came to this conclusion while watching during the marathon. Actually, while watching this movie, is I don't know if it's ever been done, but someone needs to make this into a stage play. Like it that is. That would be interesting. It yeah. is just begging to yeah. be put on stage because it's one set. It's one set. You right. could you could show connections between rooms. You know, you you could flutter the lights to like you know yep. change you know whatever. But different, it would different colored lights. Different colored yeah. lights oh, totally. back there. It'd be so awesome. The movie yeah. itself actually plays very much like a play. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like, it's so could, isolated. It feels that way. And actually, the acting is very like stagey. Maybe mm-hmm. and I don't know if they actually even got stage yeah. actors or whatever. But that's yeah, sort of my take on it. It's yeah. very like exaggerated and theatrical there's a total of seven characters in this cast and that's Mm -hmm. it all you see is seven people in this first movie does that count the person who dies right at the beginning yes it does okay yeah that poor bastard (laughs) didn't even get a line or anything you know also remind me of the cube when watching it and thinking back was um cabin in the woods where all the yeah, creatures were in that. those cube things, yeah, exactly. like in the cubes and waiting yeah. to be and they're released, all, and they're all shifting around. Yeah, yeah I was like, wouldn't it be great to merge that with the cube? So then, instead of just murderous me- mechanics, it was actually like monsters. So. Yeah. And then also, there's Legends of the Hidden Temple, which oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure <laughs> was super influenced. I can honestly see the cube being part of like the Portal universe or something yeah. in that video game. You know, well, like well, Aperture well, Science presents well, Cube. Well, more more in that in the sequel, I yeah, would think. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. And uh, I believe I I, uh, I said it during the, the the Resident Evil podcast, but but, but it bears re- repeating that that the, the hive. Things in, in in the Resident Evil movies right away went when I saw them just smacked me of well it's Cube mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah I could see that they're, they're booby traps it's just Cube yeah yeah uh, Red Queen's it, laser grid and... yeah and the uh, the the um, the the laser grid the hallway that, didn't sorry you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, also uh, the laser grid <laughs> Matt I had the laser grid <laughs> laser grid yeah. <laughs> and I think um, I think the whole Saw franchise very much is is very cube like, but for me in particular, Saw Two it uh, is like might as well be a cube sequel. Which is that's that's what the needle isn't it pit? called Hypercube. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sim- like so. Saw is like there are all these individual traps, but but um, Saw Two is the one where it's all the people at the same time in a lockdown house, yeah, yeah like yeah. solving puzzles together. It's like super similar. I mean, obviously the aesthetic is like completely different. And it's way more horror movie, but it's it's always struck me as incredibly similar. But uh, yeah. yeah, did you guys have anything else about the well, first movie? Well, you brought up an interesting point. Would you classify Cube as a horror movie? That's a good question. I don't know. It is no. one of those sort of genre splitting films. I mean, I know that you, I, <laughs> I sort of agree with you, pal. Like it is, uh, it does have horror elements. Like it's very, it has a lot of like gore, well, kills, kills. Yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't know. It's not. It seems more like a psychological kind of mind game movie. I'd say like suspense. Yeah. Suspense thriller. Because you're not meant to be horrified. You're kind of more meant to just be like intrigued. I I say it's science fiction. I could say that. Definitely if it's like, you know, aliens or something, like it would definitely fall into that. Like 
in theory. But see, it falls more to me. It feels more like Alien, which I do consider a horror movie. No, no, I, I just meant uh, what I actually meant by aliens was if that's why they're there. Oh, I see. Like oh, if they're okay. in some alien device. Or oh, something. I got gotcha. That's like yeah. super sci-fi. But if it's like a man-made device, it's less like I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. It's one of those like harder to find movies. Given the, the like the nature of the sequels, like I often describe it to people as uh, a movie that became a horror film franchise or wanted to be. <laughs> um, I, I would probably agree that I would call it more science science fiction than anything else like science fiction thriller mm-hmm. uh but it certainly it does revolve around death which makes it want to lean towards more towards a horror film and i think a lot of people would probably classify it just just for again the saw comparison is like you know if you make one wrong move and you're dead i mean right. saw is straight up horror but where cube might get away with it just because it has a little bit more i don't say flair but it's a little bit more maybe well thought out or a little more interesting. Do you think we're having trouble classifying it as that because it's just not scary? Do you think it like failed in that way? Was that their intention? This is the key difference to me as to why I wouldn't go full on horror movie is something like saw they're put in these horrific situations, but it's also like pretty much hopeless. Like you, you're meant to die. Like there's no real escaping Mm -hmm. except for like one person that I can remember. Whereas like, what I like about Cube is, yeah, it's, it's like there's a lot of dying, but if you're smart, you could get out of there. Like, there's, like, hope in that Don't movie. you think that's it's true of most horror movies, though? Like, if you don't well, run upstairs instead of outside and calling the police that you'd survive? Like, maybe, there's so many scenarios. I feel, I feel like, where... well, I'm, maybe I'm just thinking specifically about Saw itself, mm-hmm. but, like, I feel like Jigsaw is very unfair. Like, mm-hmm. he's just sort of laughing, like, while you die. Whereas, yeah, like, yeah. Cube is as fucked up as it is, seems, like, kind of fair in its rules. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you are smart and paying attention and you know figure out the numbers and are like if they'd all just gotten along and mm-hmm. teamed up together they would have probably all gotten out of there yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was within their control yeah and, Sorry, and, and the yeah. rules weren't really ever changing like th- there there was no established rule the rule the rule was mathematics right they like just that, made that incorrect assumptions rule. and then that's why the rules sort of change yeah. i guess is because yeah. they they just assumed incorrectly i don't know yeah the the really the root the root of my my question was just like do we not consider it horror because it failed in some way like that it had an intention so. and it kind of like just wasn't scary when it should have been you know see i do find cube scary the mm-hmm. the, the 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 whole situation i i, I buy it but mm-hmm. based on its production values and i'm willing to suspend suspend my disbelief mm-hmm. enough i suppose i don't call it a horror because probably gosh i think there's so much mystery and we never find out what's really going on so mm-hmm. um a a fantastical type of technology mixed with so much mystery to me is, is, is some uh, I guess winds up leaning towards science fiction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, f- fantasy instead of ho- horror. I, I mean, I guess you're right. I guess if it if it's meant to be a horror movie, it definitely fails in that because I'm not scared at it. But I see it more as like a like a I don't know mind tickler. I yeah. guess is that a way to put it? I don't know. Ooh. Something to really. <laughs> the I don't know if that's a genre, but just I don't know I'm something. I'm gonna start making mind ticklers. <laughs> that can be its own genre. That's, uh, that's a Longino copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we can all agree that one of the most memorable parts about the movie is the ending. And the ending's yes. really yeah. amazing. So the doctor lady was dropped by Quentin. They were in the space yeah, in Quentin between. Quentin the yeah. asshole. He just went like, psycho. Became like this 
murdery, rapey guy. Like he was. Don't mention his kids that he beats because yeah, apparently yeah, yeah. he's just gonna go on a murder spree. Yeah. Like. So he drops Helen or whatever. Oh, yeah. Helen. That's right. Her first oh, Helen. That's her real name. Yeah. We find uh-huh. out later. Yeah. Yeah. She di- dies, and so what's left is him and Worth and the girl, the Levin. Levin, yeah. and then the handicapped guy, Kazan. Um, but then they try to ditch the psycho, which only makes sense. Which only makes sense that they try to get rid of Quentin. Yeah. And they make a run for it, which I thought was great. Yeah. But then it ends with him catching up to them and Ooh, just impaling people. Impaling yeah. them with wow. the. He, t- he disassembles the door handle, rips it off, and totally just impales the girl and then impales the guy. And then. And then he's got blood all over his hands. He's like, Red Kazam, Red Kazam, right, because yeah. he hates like red rooms or whatever. Yeah. He's just a monster at yes. that point. Like, yeah. he's out of his Which mind. is great. Yeah. They just took it to an extreme. Fucking pig. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just the same. Like um, <laughs> I love that that's the assumption. Like, every police officer is like a few steps away from just, just like murder. Yeah. Loose yeah. cannon. You're a loose cannon, Quentin. You gotta be off the force. Give me your badge and gun. But, like, yeah, and then. The mentally handicapped guy starts to go free, and Quentin gets stuck in the in-between because the other guy grabs his leg, yeah. and then he gets Ooh, yeah. cut. Oh, yeah. He gets Sliced. chopped when the thing moves, which is really Slushed. fun. It was yeah. super fun. And then the last image is literally just this bright white light with a handicapped guy making it out. Yep. Yeah. And it's and like, no it's what you assume. Yeah. Who yeah. knows what happens afterwards? But, it, you know, from when I was little and watched it, I was like, the retard made it. That's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, Amanda, please. <laughs> Idiot Stefan. Light, light finds a way. <laughs> Either way, as an immature child, that was my thought. Sure, like, sure. How, what the hell? And, but it was such a great ending. It was yeah. very memorable yeah. and so yeah. interesting. Absolutely. I thought it was a great choice. It's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, almost such a fitting ending <laughs> that there really wouldn't be any need to press no, forward. Exactly. <laughs> Period. <laughs> cube complete. But uh, you, Richard, mentioned uh, an interesting tidbit about, or maybe it was you, Pat, about the names of the characters. That That's seems true. pretty That's important true. thematically. I believe Richard sure. told yeah. us that. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Uh, I mean, as familiar as I am with this movie, I have done my research on it in the no. past. Uh, but uh, yes, all the character names are names of famous prisons. Uh, what? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Oh, shit. Holy um, crap. Quentin. The first Levin, guy was Alcatraz. Worth, yeah, yeah, Levin and Worth, obviously. Yeah, first were, guy was Alcatraz, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Attica, no. Um, no, it, it's, it's, He just goes, Attica! Right, as he dies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, obviously, like, we're more familiar with the American ones, Quentin, sure, San Quentin sure. and Leavenworth. Uh, and they divided the Levin and Worth into two separate, but yeah, the other characters' names, Renz, Holloway, and uh, uh, Kazan, Kazan, they're all they're all other famous prisons throughout Which, the world. I guess I mean, speak going back to our question about what we think it is. I mean, thematically, I don't think they would name each character after a prison if it wasn't something to do with right. some sort of administration. Yeah. It seems a hint. Well, yeah. also their outfits. If you look at them, yeah. they're very. That's a uniform. Yeah. They all have their names. It might as well be orange jumpsuits. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's like maybe they're their own prisons. Oh, they couldn't get out of God. their mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's Savant. He made awesome. Yeah. But bottom line, I think, which I think we can agree is that this movie is interesting because we don't know and that we weren't oh, yeah. really ever supposed to know exactly what was going on. 
And then we have Hypercube. <laughs> <laughs> and it's photographed well. Yeah. 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 And, and honestly, good on them. I think that's a great decision. Like, don't say anything. End with the white room. You get zero answers. Mm-hmm. Like, now you get to, for the rest of your life, just wonder, like, what the what was it? Like, mm-hmm. You talk about it. Like, yeah. we're talking about it now. Yeah. And, like, we're going to talk about these fine films to come. <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, next film in the series was Cube 2 Hypercube. More like fucking hyper shit. Like, (laughs) get it? No. Oh god. Like, Cube Two. I don't even know where to start, man. Well, from the from the very beginning, it's it's like okay, we see a person wandering by themselves. It's like okay, here we go. First kill. And and she crawls through a door and just kind of goes, and then and then opening credits. She sort of gets like. I don't know. Dragged up. She gets pulled. Yeah, through. Pulled yeah. Or it we could later be find out. That's it. Yeah, gravity shift. Is it? Is it some character we'd seen again later? Yes. yes. Yeah, you do yeah. towards it's the yeah. girl. Yeah, okay. the girl. The girl. Yeah. On the I mean, she's she's not one of the main characters. But no, she she's, she's the one the guy's looking for. Correct. Right. Yeah. She looks like yes. kind of like like an office worker right. type person. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. she has a badge. Missing or something. Yeah. So yeah, this movie starts uh, with, I mean, there's a definitely a little bit less mystery, I guess, because it starts with, like, they're all saran-wrapped, right? You see these, like, mm-hmm. people setting mm-hmm. them up and, like, placing them in the maze and stuff. And that I didn't really appreciate that much, because mm-hmm. it's just, like, what, you know, why reveal that kind of stuff? Yeah. But the movie just gets completely fucking wacky because their whole thing is, like, it's it's a time travel. Like, it's so, a tesseract. Yeah. yeah. It's just cra- like it's so in this one, it's all white rooms, and when you touch a panel, you time travel. They never really explain how or why, but basically, Wait, you mean the, the door panel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you open a door to another room, it it like warps time. Each room exists in its own different time, time space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, my take on it—I mean, I know this is jumping straight to the end, sure. but my view seemed to be that literally the whole movie was just the one room. And, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, maybe we were talking about how there aren't different colors and stuff. Yeah. And that was a poor choice. Maybe this is what it comes from. Could yeah. be. The idea that it's all the, the same, same room, room and you're just, just in your, like, time yeah. traveling. Yeah, but, zone. you know, if all these rooms exist in their own microcosm of time, you know, you could mix up the colors. It's On Tuesday, it's green. <laughs> on Wednesday, it's blue. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? In the parallel universe, they decided to make the rooms, you know, off off gray instead of <laughs> pure white. Right. Yeah, yeah. And what's strange about that is that I think the colors would have helped with the graphics that were like horrific. What were you talking about? They were so good. Oh, you know, like, the weird triangle. Top notch graphics. The, all oh, the abyss man. looking like spikes. Yeah. For me, it's like the Jurassic Park T Rex and then these effects. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're real and close. The spinning shit ball. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess they, you know, rather than like razor wire and, and cool looking things and gas that's like stuff, this movie decided to just have like exactly what you described like basically floating shapes and like mm-hmm. weird just After Effects renders. Kryptonite, Chris, you know, Krypton crystals like yeah. coming out of the walls. <laughs> right. No, just get decapitating out of the way. people in the worst, <laughs> stupidest ways. I'd say the, the the most exciting of those specific room room centered uh, traps is what, what whatever we can call the uh, the time displacement room. Uh, yeah, the time displacement wall where, where, where there's a wave of what we can only see future time is, right. is, is time passing. What where, where, where whatever passes through it is 
is is set to be 100 years in the future or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So so a guy is being eaten by it and and immediately his his body starts decaying and rotting. And, yeah. And that was really exciting to see and we never I mean, I think we got it threatened with again later, but but they move on to other things and try and just yeah. top yeah. it with more abstract. My friend, my favorite was the uh, the comping the head out uh, yeah. bar attack. <laughs> <laughs> no blood, like, no don't, none. Don't trust the old bitch. And then yeah. like, whack. like, it's like, just like they yeah. just photoshopped, erased his <laughs> <I> head, <did. laughs> and it really made an impression on him too. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. hard. If listener, if you, I mean, I doubt you went and saw this fucking no. movie. So like. Just to explain what we're talking about, it's basically like these crystal dicks that are just like kind of coming out and like are sort of s- s- translucent and they're yeah. like lobbing people's head offs and it literally looks like a flash mo- like animation. Yeah. Like it couldn't be worse. Yeah. It's like from Tim and Eric or something. Mm-hmm. Like it just looks horrible. And yeah, that's cutting things heads off and stuff. It's just so stupid. Yeah, the that's- kills in this movie yeah. are... Like I agree with you, Pat. That the only actually interesting one was the like the forward, yeah. basically the flash forward and time kill. That's really it. Um, but you know, I that scene really pissed us all off too because of which I think is a greater problem in this movie is that the first movie was really strong because although they may be a little corny, the archetypes made sense. Like you understood the relationships and why they might be reacting the way they did, even if the acting was bad. But all the character relationships in this movie are garbage yeah, the, like, the acting yeah. on and there was not a single good actor. the main blonde woman who is our central character or at least becomes our central character yeah, in that scene is like the guy is sitting on the floor and clearly wants to kill himself Yeah, he was hanging himself when they found him. yeah they he handcuffs himself to the wall and then swallows the key and she's sitting there trying to save him yeah, as this terrible. like <laughs> weapon of right. death is yeah, like wall right. of death's coming it's like just I, I leave think, him no, why no, but i think the ending had to do with that like i think that was tied together that was her well, because well, we had no. that. Are you but talking about where she her sees herself? Was. No, she was sent in to get. The Remember hacker. in the end? Yeah, she was. She, I think right. she was sent in to. Yeah, they seem to allude that she was some kind of plant. Right, yeah. she, she is a plant. plant. No, she absolutely, is a plant she is definitely. End. And I think he had to do. Why that happened <laughs> was that he had something to do with. Her but mission. he, but he never ended up giving her anything she needed. Yeah. What? This movie makes no fucking it sense. It doesn't like, make I any sense. I mean, to be out. fair. The, yeah. the only person that she was supposed to directly like cope with or deal with was the Asian girl yeah, because right. she Alex, had the key. Alex Trust. That Alex was the person that. she had. And that's why she connected with her so immediately and basically took her under her wing and said, I will protect you, help protect you. Yeah. That guy didn't have anything. He didn't offer her anything. And I'm wondering why. I mean, again, like to well, your point, it, it was didn't a make sus- sense. It, well, because I think it was for suspense. Well, wait it was strictly against logic. He was like a five-star general, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in on it. He was. It's like her boss or something? No, he knew about it. (laughs) Audience, I'm making the wink off motion right now because the logic behind this whole thing is like retarded. Oh, let's go just so people have a picture. We should just go through the whole cast and explain like these arcs. Yeah, grandma. Uh, yeah, totally. Crazy Well, because the first movie's cool because they're all in, like you said, these jumpsuits and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this movie, they're all in their regular right. clothes as if they just got abducted. I think mm-hmm. that's yeah. such a big cheat because yeah. in, in, in the first movie, it was really important that they had no other resources. So weird. Other than what they had with them. So in this one, they have... A guy's a briefcase. Yeah. Right. They yeah. have their watches. Well, they had no, other, no identity. 
mm-hmm. from their jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, now we see, oh, this guy's wearing like a sweater vest. He's right. clearly like a nerd. <laughs> right. And and this How woman's wearing you? a red, revealing red dress. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. clearly a mother. We had like <laughs> a Hollywood starlet in a red dress. Lawyer. She's a lawyer. She's a lawyer, lawyer to but Hollywood. She, shows she went to movie premieres yes. and shit. Yeah. So. Yes. She's a Hollywood lawyer. Oh, yeah, so, so my apologies. Okay. Yeah. God and then, damn. <laughs> racist, <laughs> sexist. Right. There was fucking annoying as shit old lady yeah. that was senile. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, apparently, even though she was in an all white room, Mrs. kept talking Paley. about, yeah, like, can yeah. someone drive me home to my daughter and who wants some ice cream? Like, don't <laughs> trust the old, but as many of the characters realized later, say, the guy's like, don't trust the old cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Can't trust her. And then there was that guy, this guy that was this switchblade jackass that was just like a dick from frame run one for no yeah. reason. Was yeah. he yeah. just a psycho killer or something? Well, he, like, was a, he was a, a PI. Yeah, he was a PI uh, and slash he, serial. He's he's like Roman, he's like Roman Polanski yeah. in Chinatown, the like ni- <laughs> nose knife slight, yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Because because the, the, our first introduction to him is that he grabs the blonde girl Kate and throws her to the ground and pulls the knife on her. It's like like who are you? Yeah. This is like yeah, like that's how he gets his. That's how he like solves problems. Like I'm just gonna pull a yeah, knife, knife on somebody exactly. and beat it. Well, out you know, PI is a tough beat. You know, you got to knife some people. It's just the way <laughs> That's it goes. True. And That's he's true. the guy who wound up doing that to that first character that we see wake up. Yeah, well, later. We, in we the find movie. out later on that he does the exact same thing to uh, Rebecca Young as he did to Kate later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the big beefcake nerdy guy yeah. who looks Jerry. like he's 5,000 pounds like, <laughs> and could just rip a hole in the wall and walk out of the cube. Like, but, but he's like dressed in this sweater vest and he's talking about quantum theory the whole time. Yeah, he's like the one nerd. that says Tesseract at least 4,000 yeah. times within two minutes. Which guy? Now I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, they all did. There was a guy with glasses and a buzz cut who had a sweater vest. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. the guy that had the, the, the Rolex watch. watch yeah, yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Referring to over and over again. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, big guy. And then I, th- oh, oh, excuse me. And le- uh, least of all, or not Most least of all. all. Yeah. Excuse- I'm so, I, I, you know, I'm so aflutter just thinking about this gentleman. It's uh, <laughs> fucking Max Rizor, the <laughs> computer analyst. Was that yeah. his like a hacker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was sort of like a hacker. This guy. Uh. <laughs> God. Was every line was like, hey guy, thumb back thrive door. Like, I was going, <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Like, he, he had like at least four did. or five different speech impediments. He, he did, but <laughs> also. And all the best actor. lines. Yeah. All the best lines in the entire movie. Yeah. Yowza. Yeah, he sees the girl for the first time and says, oh, oh he God. says, Yowza, the ratings on this show just doubled. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. And then my favorite later on, because once they realize there's this really 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 stupid effect of like you go from room to room and the, it's like speeding up and slowing down well because yeah time is times, traveling at a different yeah, pace yeah, in between changing. rooms so he literally like walks through it's like the woman's going fast and he's going slow and he tumbles in the room looks up takes a beat and he just goes oh shit variable time speed room like, <laughs> like, that's a fucking line in the movie he's like are you rooms. kidding like uh, yeah he catches on quick <laughs> yeah there was a lot of joking around of like, and that's the take. Like, that's the one. Like, you can't believe that yeah. that's the one they went with. It's, I, well, yeah, especially on like Richard uh, described the main blonde woman as monotone. Because like yeah. she was like, there's one scene where <laughs> right. it was like the worst take of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Something really fucking nutso happens. Yeah. And then there's like a close up on her. She just goes, what was that? 
And you're like, holy shit, you couldn't have taken like a second take what of this? What was that? What the yeah. hell was that? I, I think one of my favorite parts was when the spinning polygons of death were in that room. Oh, and, and like, she's trying to cl- crawl towards the blind girl, Alex. And like she, the blind girl keeps crawling away from her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they, they just like keep circling the room together. <laughs> right. And uh, and they just sort of sat cowering for no less than 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, while this so long. Spun around. Well, there, we also talked about how this movie was feature length, but there's so many shots where nothing is happening <laughs> right. in the frame. Yeah. Like literally yeah. empty rooms yeah. with nothing. That was a big red herring for, for me because with the setup of, of like, wow, time reacts differently here and space is different. I thought that they were going to linger on a wide shot of the entire room of characters having crawled out of one door and they were going to crawl out of the other side of the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The, the, there were three or four instances where, where I thought that was definitely going to happen. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the, the the whole movie was like that, where I was expecting something profound well, or one, worthwhile, and it never happened. They had that moment that was like sort of like what you're describing, yeah. where it's it's the guy, the PI guy, becomes just a fucking time serial killer. Right. Like he just decides <laughs> he's going to murder everyone, right. and he's or killing, the same dude over and yeah, over again. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. The same people over and over. So there's a moment like he becomes a villain, and it's the end of the movie, and it's it's the blonde woman and him. And he's like, hey, I'm here to kill you. I don't know how he like, but by the way, he has the world's worst like old man makeup on. It, it's just like baby powder yeah. shit. It's like, because yeah. you know, when, you're, when you're old, you're dusty. It That's looks like the- high school play. Like yeah. it's horrible. Billy but he's, he's like, I've been waiting 20 years to kill you and all this shit. So her big move, because he's running after is she runs to the door, opens the hatch and then jumps out from the other side and it's kind of like what yeah, you're talking kinda, about yeah. and it, I don't know if you remember this and then they zoom out and they show you like three shots of all the same room and they're showing that she's jumping into the same room oh I forgot yeah. about that she's like portaling okay yeah, yeah. as I was saying like the last 15 minutes of this movie are actually genuinely okay. exciting and interesting uh that's, no. a, that's a I little like, generous. I, I, I liked it. I did like it. And I like <laughs> I like when you actually get to see what all the cube rooms look like right. from the outside. And you see like it's just it's just it's that they're all they're not like in a cube shape. They're oh. just all in lines. They're like daisy chains. Yeah, they're all daisy chained together, but they're all like going in and out of each other. Like it's just like it's they're pulsing in right. and out of of one another. Like so every like time a Tesseract, like Tesseract, right? Yeah. So yeah. like they keep crossing paths with one another. And I was like that's really crazy, and I—I I don't know. I got—I got, I got a, little, sure. a little thrill. Sure. The it. quantum physics element of this movie makes sense, and like, well, I mean, if you're going sci-fi with it, it's like, how do you go bigger and badder yeah. with something? Right. Uh, you know, like the fact that they went like quantum, I guess, is sort of the logical next step in a mystery based on this. It's just the execution's just so poor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree right. with you, so, Richard. I think theoretically, this is a really <laughs> cool idea. Yes. And that the last 15 minutes does bring up some really cool ideas. It's just the execution's yeah. just, I by that point, I'm really clocked out. I really just- Most boom. definitely. Well, until the hypersex happens and then no, everyone's no. back in. Yeah, hyper-fucking. So the lawyer chick and the and Ma- stupid and hacker Reisler. dude yeah. have sex in the middle of the like the cube, but it like start floating until they become like Old. skeleton. They, right. they fucked to well, death. That, boob yeah. to hyper-boob. Yeah. <laughs> But that oh, yeah. was easily the best part of the whole movie because they get together and they, for no reason, all start fucking each other. And then they're like time fucking flying around. And yeah. then we. Why are they flying, by the way? 
Because yeah. time's changing. It's like I don't, that I don't little know. Varial gravity shift. Varial gravity shift. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. It's like they're falling and the, and the gravity gravity keeps exactly. constantly changing. But what's great about it is that they sort of cut away from that. This all didn't happen in one thing. And you just last we saw, they were like fucking for eternity or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then there many minutes go by. And then the woman starts finding all these old corpses of everyone. I guess the idea yeah. is it's like the distant future where their corpses are rotting. And then they just open up the, the door and you see the people that were fucking are now these old, like, decrepit Like mummies. Mummified. Yeah, like yeah. That are like dick still in vag, like yeah. still <laughs> in the coitus act, spinning around like corpses. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, I just think like, uh, that it was someone's job to rig that. Like, that that <laughs> yeah. was a dude's job or oh, a yeah. lady's job somewhere. Yeah. That's exactly. insane. It's awesome. And it was like, and thus Max Rizor's tail comes to a close. Yeah. Like that, that was his end. She gave like, into him. Yowza. <laughs> Yowzas. But, but then when all the rooms start collapsing on themselves. And oh, like, right. Like all the symbols and drawings and writings that they've all, like they, it just all comes into the one room at the same time. That was the one part of the movie that I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Like I, cause you remember that moment where I turned and I, cause in, I don't know if they confirmed this, but this is kind of my belief where I was like, is this all literally happened in just one room? Like that was the one moment yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. Still good. Yeah. 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 Not as cool as her jump. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're right. Cause it all collapses and then there's this hole, like somehow a hole comes in the ground. Yeah. The, the, the door on the floor. Right. Yeah. Oh, cause it's like, she's discovered this is the exit. It's a yeah. timed, it's, it, right. it, it, it's a timed opening for, for, for her. To, to be let out that was of the Because all over the movie, there's this weird number written down. Yeah. 60659. Oh, yes. Thank you. And, and that was the time. She figures out that's the time. So the thing opens, and it's, a, it's the grand climax. And yes, as you described, literally, it's this weird 80s music video looking like effect thing. And then she just goes... <laughs> like, and like slow mo jumps it's, out. It's like, not even a jump. It's like, <laughs> it's like a fall. Yeah, it's like, like it's like it's like they 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 had her jump, but then they froze the frame of her jump, and yeah. then just like animated her movement, just like so she she's like holding the movement and just goes do, yeah. do, 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 and falls down the hole, and it's like it, reboot. Yeah, yeah. It, an episode it's of like reboot. Yeah, exactly. Gallagher Boot video. It. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just weird. reboot it. <laughs> it, it was just awful. It looks so bad. <laughs> yeah. The big mystery. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So she comes out of the Stargate, out of the ground. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, water on the ground. And then fucking, uh, talk about, like, too much information. Like, all these military guys walk up. And then it's like, oh, yeah. So it's like a the, warehouse. So the blind girl that we haven't really mentioned that much. We mentioned right. her for mm-hmm. a bit. But she was, like, this hacker mm-hmm. yeah. that was really important for some fucking reason. And the she, woman's like, my, was she sent to kill her? She was sent she, to receive the data file, right, yeah. right. The, the flash drive. Right. Right. And once she got the flash drive, then she killed her. Right? No, no, no. The the uh, the PI the, the PI the killed, killed her. Okay. And like and like, I think probably her mission was to retrieve her if possible. Got it. But when he killed her, you know, he just grabbed. She grabbed the yeah. the necklace. That's all. That was the only thing that she needed to you get. You know, out. I just had a. Weird. Th- oh, right, right. I was about to say because it, she. So the hacker was hiding out in the cube, yes. right? Yeah. Which is why we didn't see her in the opening gambit of like yeah. correct styrofoam and stuff. Because I was about to say like if they kidnapped her, why wouldn't they just take it out? But mm-hmm. I get it now. Like she mm-hmm. was in there. So, but like all the military guys come and she's like, "Here you go." She hands off the thing, 
And then they, she's a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then they just pull out a gun and shoot her brains. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, yeah. just kill her for no reason. And then somebody uh, turns to a general and is like, phase two is now complete. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because it's the second movie. Like, yeah, man. Oh. Makes sense. It all works. Well, even, just, yeah, voyeuristic. Well, what's even weirder is like when she hands over the data file, like it's like a, it's like a, like a USB flash drive. They drop it into like another weird clear, clear container and then it floats inside of it. Like, like a section of the cube universe is contained within this box that they have that's it, their containment unit yeah but it's not a cube that's what pisses it was a rectangle me off. <laughs> it was a rectangle yeah it was a rectangular they were throwing it to three movie bullshit yeah i was like oh really like at least make it a cube right like having a cube <laughs> container that drops in like totally. give, give me something yeah uh i felt like that was really like a sloppy missed opportunity so this movie kind of goes, seems to be going with the angle that it's like government conspiracy. Well, n- well, you said military, but it's just do. It's an organization that has like uniforms. Well, but there's uniforms. A, there's a, like a, a Pentagon general in the queue. He said, "Yeah, yeah, but the well, private, but that, private but, contractors are yeah, not. But that doesn't uh, mean not, he uh, just like, so. What's with the briefcase that he's got attached? And he's like, got, he seems to know what's going on, and he wants to just die. It, it could it could have been a government funded project that a corporation is owned. I'm just, you know what? Yeah. I, we're, we're, we're <laughs> that's how I feel. That's, that's how I feel. Oh this movie. I, is am I defending this? This Go ahead, Richard. I'm with you. This this movie really got us deeper than we thought it. Yeah, that's the only way would have been better if someone picked up a big red phone and was like phase two's complete <laughs> Mr. <Stupid> President it <laughs> <laughs> would have been perfect and That's then it cuts to that scene from Resident Evil 5 where he's like sitting Wesker Wesker is the president oh god yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best thing ever <laughs> yeah you know it did it did get into that Resident Evil zone yeah, especially yeah. with the paramilitary at the end you're yeah, just like yeah. what the fuck is going on like I do have one question not that we could really ever answer it okay. but what sort of bothered me about the logic of the it being one room over like different time spans was that okay we're all she's wearing a watch and she figures out that this number that's being scratched on the walls over time like whoever figured that shit out right knew that it was at that time of day which this portal opens up which is does that mean it happens every day at that time because there's no mention there's but no mention. What is time in yeah. the Wasn't it that a Nobel Peace Prize guy? There was yeah. another character in there. Yeah, they, they found the that was in the numbers. Yeah, right. yeah. But, and, and he had it like all tattooed or drawn all over him. Yeah, but if if he figured that out, like that time hits twice a day, or if it's an AM PM <laughs> thing, it hits once a day. So I don't understand why the character grew old and got gray. Like when that portal have opened up underneath him, like once every day for twenty years. Yeah, we don't know. Wouldn't you well, think? Probably, I think time in no. there is kind of nonlinear. Also, I'm gonna throw this out here. Maybe it's like some Deus Ex Machina bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm certain that's what it was. Yeah. Well, well, and and it just really cracks the logic, even within the flawed yeah. logic of this Absolutely. movie. It's like that t- they don't specify that that time like is of one day in the history of the universe at that one a minute right. or second. Well, I I don't think that this these cues had any kind of new numerals like no, on the panels. They did not. So, so there was no way for him to base any kind of formula on. It wasn't yeah. like there was a number indicating like, Oh, like yours, like you have a formula that you can look at. Right. Like he would have had to have just known the time. Yeah. Like he would have had to have had more information about what happened. <laughs> Maybe in order the to door start a opens, calculation. like the door opens and then he writes the number down and then he looks 
down. And he's like, shit, the door closed. And he missed it. And then now he's just writing a number everywhere. Or maybe he was just too scared to jump into the void. I mean, I, yeah. I could see that being a thing. Like, sure. You don't know if that's just oh, going to sure. kill you or not. Like, that seems reasonable. Well, maybe the time had jumped, you know, it was jumping in time and all that, where it wasn't hitting every day, like you're saying. Yeah, maybe that's You know, the like, but I the- don't think that it was hitting every day. I think the fact that it... For whatever reason, it was like the one time he'd figured out. Could well, he also didn't have a, a means of yeah. of yeah. telling time. Yeah. Like the only one who had right. the watch was Jerry. Basically, yeah. this movie makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a piece Flawless. of shit. It's really sad to me sometimes when movies are made that are so awful because I'm like, there's so many people who put so much hard work into a movie like this, you know, so the people who stayed hours and worked. Overtime. Hey, that put dinner on some some sure some, it makes some plates. <laughs> it did, you know, like it as does. shitty as it, it was. It does, you know. So I do respect that in the sense that it's good for the economy in that way. But I also go like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's our takeaway. Yeah, yeah. Q2. Q2. It's good for the economy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't but. know if it ruins careers. Like, probably not. Well, I don't think it. I mean, didn't because the, the director of this movie was a, was the cinematographer we discovered, right? He was yeah. some sort of like Danish yeah. or right. some European like cinematographer who like got his break as a director, and then yeah. he went on to direct something else, right? Didn't we discover he directed something else? Never yeah, I'd have. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember. I, oh, actually, it was no. The the Cube director went on to direct something. The original directed something yeah. really interesting. What makes me crazy though is if you had watched the first Cube, clearly they had to have seen the first Cube in some point of making this movie. It's of course. Like, why weren't you influenced more? Uh, it's it's more? up for debate. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like, not. But it's, it's one room and crazy stuff happens. Yeah, but go. like, why wouldn't they get... The grittiness of it was so important. The, you know, kind of simplicity in the not over-explaining things. But, you know, you add too much. It's just too much. It's, yeah. it, does, it takes away from story. But that's, that's the... I agree with you. I, I, this one. I think it... No, I agree with you. But the, that's the inherent problem of ex- trying to expand something. It's like... How do you expand something that was never intended to be expanded? Like, well, that, I, I mean, they had no choice but to give answers. You know, if you just throw people in a room again with no, with zero answers, it's like there's nothing. It's already been done. There's nothing to give. What if it was like, you know, like the way I would have gone with it and personally, you know, is that I would have done the, the prequel. So I know that comes up, but it would have been the person that created this, the madness behind that. You know, I imagine like something like some crazy movie, like The Cell was the prequel to The Cube, where it's like (laughs) that guy is the guy who ends up making Uh, something crazy like this. Like that would have been way more interesting of a story Hmm. to go into because we didn't need another cube. Definitely. The point is we don't need another cube. But, you know, it'd be that. And then the next one would be him stuck in the cube and having to figure out his own cube. You know, like that would have been a good story. Which is which I agree. But I that's why I was saying I sort of agreed with Richard on this movie that theoretically I really like where this movie went. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Go quantum. Give us time travel. Like, fuck, yeah, it's all really cool. It's just everything about the actual execution was fucking awful. If they had sweet effects in there and really great actors, if you had Daniel Day-Lewis in the fucking hypercube, (laughs) holy shit. He he plays the cube, actually. Yeah, he is the cube. Don't believe the old cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bury you in the ground. Acid, I drink it up. (laughs) I drink it up. Uh, Matthew, to answer your earlier question, the the director of Cube, I, I don't... 
see at least see anything that was of significance oh, really? that he did. But maybe what you're thinking of is that the guy that directed Cube Two was a cinematographer who, amongst other things, was on some Tarantino movies. He was a oh, okay. cinematographer mm-hmm. of Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay, that's and right. Most notably, the cinematographer of Hackers. Oh yes, oh. I did make that connection. Oh, yeah. the Gibson. <laughs> Oh, when were, and the Cube is the Gibson. Didn't you make a Gibson reference, like when they were showing the the on the opening title sequence? Yes, yeah. Like we were saying, God, this looks. You were saying just like, like hackers, right? Yeah, yeah. We were like, uh, oh, the director was the cinematographer. Yeah, same dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, didn't we also say that they spent more time on the menu of Game Two than <laughs> oh, they did on yeah. the actual movie? That the menu yeah. was cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just, just so op- like yeah, just rent it and then put in that and then turn it off after the menu. Yeah, yeah. Don't bother. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have anything else about Hypercube? Yeah, one more thing. I I, I think it's important to, to note, especially for Cube Zero, uh, that as far as exposition, we get a name tag from a person who works for the company that's overseeing or in charge of Cube in in uh, in in the Hypercube movie. The name of the company or corporation or group of whatever it's called Izon I Z O N. Mm. Oh yes, I do remember seeing that yeah. on the on the yeah. name tags yeah. or whatever. And that is one thing that definitely car- carries through with Cube Zero. It was an engine, engine. <laughs> yeah. Now you're John Hammond. <laughs> well, guys, the third and final film of the Cube franchise was none other than Cube Zero. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Man. No, I'm kidding. It was, actually, it's not. It's not like horrible. Like yeah. it's not that bad. Cube it's zero, back to perfection. Boring. Yeah, back it's to perfection. Terribly tremors. Yeah, on the old set from Brazil, we come in. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Filing cabinets and yeah. compute and old computers and wires and. Seen Sam Lowry. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, they're just cribbing like everything Gilliam's ever done. But you know, it's it's not bad. It worked like, to to good effect for me. It, yeah. it it really put me in that mind space of of well, for, first of all, let, let, let's say that the, the 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 movie focuses on not only the maze itself, but outside of the maze, right? Mm-hmm. And people w- watching the, the 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 poor rats trapped inside and. And setting out prompts. Uh, is it from outside the, the maze though, or is it another is maze it? altogether? <laughs> yeah. or, but, but it was too contradictory because here you have like all this really antiquated technology yet they're recording people's dreams and, <laughs> and systematically <laughs> right. erasing memories with lasers and, and microchips that make you into a slave yeah uh, that make assassin. you into assassin right. slave it was like it was like oh yeah it's like that but, shit was weird but then when they're when they're at their computers they're like old typewriters and and they're like literally like frayed wires everywhere and and all the they're files are just they're just hipsters okay they just <laughs> yeah. like oh, old stuff it is the future oh god yeah. this is where we're heading oh no yeah. i will say you were mentioned the uh technology that makes people's eyes green and turns them into murderers or whatever that was like a weird choice because i was like kind of into the movie when i was feeling it and then all of a sudden this like stargate sg1 like weird mm-hmm. ass yeah. tattoo on the head teal hitman <laughs> flashback app but like I, I don't know what they were doing with that. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. This is the movie I think most made me 
Uh, when did this one come out? 90s also, right? No, 2004. Okay, so yeah. again, this one made me think. Many years after the first one. This made me think of Cabin in the Woods a lot, too, of the kind of them watching this yes. thing happen, mm-hmm. you know, right. very similarly. Well, but, it's definitely since we actually saw the people monitoring yeah. the events that were going on. Right, and you're kind of getting the idea like one of them's smarter than the other guy, and he's asking questions. He's he's not following an Doesn't order. Doesn't he draw himself as... Genius man, yes. yeah, well, yeah. And the other guy, it's chess, chess man, chess man chess versus man. genius yeah. man. Yeah, they're like superhero comics he, strips he like does, but I don't know. It it's just boring. It's just pretty boring. It starts off strong and then oh, yeah, yeah kind of. The and then, strongest yeah. is that guy oh, fucking shit. melting. Scene. Yeah, we didn't really yeah. talk about Ugh. the very beginning of the movie. Which after Hypercube, where you have this shit ass opening of like this girl being like, "Hello, what's going?" Whoop, like just that's yeah. it. We were so fucking bored after Cube 2 Hypercube. I would say the biggest reaction of the uh, day for sure. was the first murder <laughs> Everyone was in Cube like, Zero. Oh! But I think, ima- like, imagine just being bored out of your mind for two hours and then seeing something pretty sweet. Like, yeah, one of the best, like, like human melting yeah. things ever yeah, filmed. This, like This guy, he gets into a room and it looks like just water spraying on him. And he's like, yeah. oh, water. And he's, he's like, relieved. drinking it and yeah. sucking his fingers. <laughs> and then slowly he just starts fucking melting. But the worst part, I can honestly say is that when he starts melting he starts like ripping his own fucking face off he scratches his hand out and just like it's like imagine that poltergeist scene in the mirror but like your entire body that's what it was it was crazy it was so gnarly everyone was just just screaming and that was great Loved it. And actually, it's very clever that they do it really well because you're sitting there like you've seen Cube and you're ready to go. And you're like, here we go. Here's the trap. You think he's going to get killed. And then when they spray him with what I guess appears to be water. Clear liquid. Do you think it's going to be acid? But It's a good like kind of double reversal because at first you're like, oh, I get guess he's okay like and then he's like, oh, water. And and it's a solid like while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, what? What is it? Yeah. And then when he starts disintegrating, you're just like, I don't know. It. It's like. You think it's subverting your expectations, mm. and then it's like, no, it's just kidding. Like we, as are, R. Kelly would say, yeah. you thought I was gonna twist, but it's really a twang. It's, yeah, it's, it's a twang. Definitely a trap in the down. closet twang. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I don't know. There's not much noteworthy about it. What about Hurley? Oh yeah, <laughs> the the, I don't even like remember. His doesn't name. he There's do nothing like, though? He does yeah. nothing. Was it, was it was something Meyer like like. Yeah. He's one of the like I did Meyer, not write, like Umer Meyer or yeah. something like Oscar weird. Meyer. Yeah, Oscar Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My yeah. name's Baloney. Yeah, there was this guy that just kind of looked like Hurley from Lost. This big fat guy. I don't know why. I just start, like I don't know. If that makes me a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. Just big fat guy walking on the screen. I just started going. <laughs> like, just, Hurley. Just, like, just, immediately. Like, well, funny thing well, he had too, long hair also. Yeah, yeah he's supposed yeah, to be yeah, like nimble. You're going through these doors, you know, you throw a chubby guy in there <laughs> right. and maybe it's a little harder. Like it's just an interesting thought on that. Well, it really wasn't about his size for me as much as just how derpy he was. <laughs> right. You know, it's like you can be a big guy, but like not like, but like hold your own. Yeah. This guy was just fumbly McGee. I think, McGee, like. I think they it, were trying to make him be like what the like idiot savant was in the first one like you're gonna slow us down like didn't they kind of allude to that he he was partnered up with some other people and it was clear that he had earned his stripes because he already had cut 
bunch of his fingers cut off. Yeah, yeah. But like, to me, like going from room to room was like uh, Winnie the Pooh stuck in the in the hole. <laughs> like it's like, oh, yeah. like how do we get him to the next? He room? wasn't that big. Nah, <laughs> oh bother! He wasn't like Willy Wonka blueberry or anything. Like <laughs> he was getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Three, hey. Two weeks in the cube and you haven't lost a single pound. <laughs> what the hell, man? The, yeah, the cast was sort of hit and miss for me. Like, mm. like I thought the late the lead guy that was outside of the cube sort of yeah. monitoring everything. He was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him. Actually. A little dreamy. A little the dreamy. other guy, his sort of like religious like partner, was also. I mean, he wasn't like a plus, but he was okay. Uh, but it's like the lead woman was like pretty nothing. Boring, yeah. I don't even remember. Yeah, her. Hurley Long the fat man. guy was like okay, I guess whatever. And then the, there was this like the dude with the tattoo on yeah, his head soldier. with the weird eyes. Like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. Who yeah. else is there? All the Kinda more interesting this. people were on the the, the outside. Yeah, because yeah, the, totally. the, the, this was a side of the story that we had never seen before. So automatically, mm-hmm. wow, what are they up to? What kind of people run this thing or ran this thing? Yeah. Whatever becomes of it. And so, yeah, we, we have Wynn and Dodd, the, the, the two partners out of the four, who were left right. in the control room. Chess man and brain man. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. And so Wynn is the brain man. He's the one who's actually good at chess. Dodd is the chess man who wants to be good at chess, yeah, yeah. which is a little strange to, to me. Oh, wait, that actually reminds me. There's some bullshit-ass chess okay. stuff in this movie. Do it. Which, it just pissed me off because there's like every fucking scene in a movie you've ever seen where they're like, check and check and they're playing chess and it's so the tension. There's this dumb part of the movie where they're playing chess and then the guy says, you know, queen to bishop six, check. And then the next guy goes, all right, uh, knight to uh, four. And then the next guy's like, whatever, checkmate. And then, but like he had him in check. Like yeah. it's so stupid. Like like anyone, the most elementary person who knows anything about chess knows like if you're in check, you're about to lose. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't like do anything, I don't know. It's just like really. Pissed That's me how off. good he is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. He was playing hyper chess. Yeah. 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 The Star, the Star Trek like multi tiered. Yeah. Multi tiered chess. Yeah. chess. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. That was just something. No, it's true. No, it's just stupid. It's like you. It doesn't. Honestly, anyone can Google great chess moves or great games of chess. You know, it takes a lazy fucking writer not to do that. <laughs> Honestly. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. There's nothing notable about this movie. Like, either. Well, like, there, well, there's well, one. Yeah, there's For me, there's one. Uh, Man, why, come on. Why are you taking this movie to the woodshed? It's, yeah, it's, it's, right. it's better than Hypercube. I will give it wow. that. But again, it's, it's slow. Just, that's the, I think that's what rough. affected you so much. Yeah, you know me. Slow. I'm impatient. But I feel like... Well, especially like you're. Like, tell you're me, okay, tell player. me the good parts. Let's talk about the good parts. Okay, well, what did you okay, guys like? Okay. Well, I, I liked uh, you know making more lost references when someone's about to get out and they have they have to go through like these Dharma Initiative style procedures right. for the exit procedure. It's like it's like ooh, that sounds ominous, and it's really just them asking this guy like questions like what's your name and then do you believe in god yeah that was the awesomest part of this whole movie and, oh right and I, all it was right. pretty odd yeah and and like you know you, this guy's just been through the ringer and he's like it's like oh, what kind of god would would do this and then you know you, the, the buttons are just yes and no right which is awesome <laughs> it's, a, it's a reel-to-reel like tape recorder yeah. with speakers and like an old moviola like yeah, is what right. like the system is it's so funny and so he says, he says no. So they push the no button, and this guy just gets yeah, incinerated. A lot. But what I re- actually the thing that I really like about that is that less so about the fact that it's a religious question, 
and more so about how, what is that question like how does that question raise other questions about what's going on? Because that's what I was so intrigued about. Yeah. Cause to me, I don't even necessarily believe cause someone look at that and say, Oh, now, now we have a clue. This is about religion. Like it's some fanatical religious thing. But honestly, I think that question was established simply because they knew it was the only one where they were guaranteed to get a certain answer. And I think that's interesting. Oh, okay. Like, I don't necessarily think the organization that does this is like has a religious motive and blah, 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 which you, I guess it could be the case. But it's just like, what's the one question we can ask anyone in this circumstance that would always guarantee the same answer? Right. And I, th I think that's really, really interesting because when he's like, what happens when they say yes? He's like, well, no one's ever no said one's yes. No one's ever said it. Which is awesome. I think that's a really cool setup for yeah. that. Actually, I got to give the movie some props in that when they when they had that scene, it was like, no one's ever said yes. I remember sitting there and going like, well, obviously, we're going to see what happens when they say yes. And it like never came up yeah. again. Which is awesome. Ever. And so you're sitting there like, what? Yeah, what does happen when you say yes? Like, who knows? See, I don't know if that's party. awesome. Party. They get a party. Oh, you, want, you wanted to know what happens when you say yes? I completely I saw all that as foreshadowing mm. uh, right. about like when, 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 eventually escapes or, or leads people yeah, I out. totally like, thought the what's same gonna thing. happen I, I and I figured well great this is all this is all leading to a moral crossroads for this guy in this company and no no yeah and then he'll get the opportunity <laughs> to say yes or whatever yeah, yeah. I just love the mystery of that question oh, sure. so much it's a great it's like, setup yeah well, and Dodd yeah. we know that Dodd has performed the procedure before with one of the other yes. controllers and clearly it has had an effect on him because when they get their pill food and when is about to eat it, he goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" And it's, "Oh, sorry." And then yeah, he says, "He says grace." Yeah. And and I was like, "Okay." And then you know, you, at first you think, "Okay, he's just that's just the kind of person he is." But then once you see that machine and once you go through it, and you wonder, maybe this thing is like scared him so much that he feels he needs to do this. Yeah. Like for who, you know, because right. someone's watching the watchers. Um, and like the, this is important. Like you have to do these things to prove his his faith or yeah, whatever. Right. Because two two of his other coworkers are now gone, and did they not quote unquote keep the faith? Exactly. Uh, and was Dodd the one to kill them? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, so there's a there's a couple of really interesting things working in this film, and and when they you know the when Win goes in, he has like a because he we can see we see earlier that he can map out chess moves in his head. Mm -hmm. And so he's got all the rooms like mentally mapped out, which right. is kind of an interesting, that was interesting. Yeah. it was an interesting visual. Yeah. All right. yeah but um, I don't, I don't know. There's that scene. Like he goes in the elevator and there's two buttons like up and down. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going in the kill maze and I'm going to save the, like, I don't know. I was just sitting there like, what the fuck are no, you doing? Well, you're like, forgetting that he, there. he's in love with the girl. Yeah, yeah, he's been drawing yeah. her. He's, he's but obsessed like bullshit with her. movie love for like five Well, minutes. yeah. Puppy love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. If I saw that, do you believe in God? Yes, no, no, fire. Like, I'm not setting one foot in that fucking maze. But I also, yeah, yeah. Titties. <laughs> but even <laughs> I'll go in the fucking cube for some titties. And, and even even but, if I do, wouldn't the first thing you, like, you'd literally find them and be like, by the way, in case anything happens and we get separated, say yes to God. Like, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be the first thing you say? I don't know. Absolutely. But the other thing that I thought was weird and just casting wise and, and kind of writing wise is that he's younger ish. Like, I feel like he's like mid to late 20s, probably. Sure. Yeah. The woman's an older woman with a kid. Yep. It seemed like a weird pairing to be like, that's my love interest. You know, it's a Cougar town. Unconventional. <laughs> I don't know. I think, you know, he would have, you know, I don't know. It was just 
the pairing I, was odd. I, after I, years I, with Dodd, I, like yeah, it's like anything looks good after that. Yeah. It's just been him and Chess Man for twenty years. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like prison. Oh, it actually is how, a prison. Um, I love how moving that picture is for Dodd. Oh because, yeah, because yeah. before, oh, right. before you yeah. ever see right. him. Because uh, just so you have an understanding, listener, it's like the chess man, brain man picture is this very comic book looking like Superman, superhero like looking thing. And Dodd is like all about fuck everybody until this Keep your one, head down. Yeah. And this guy's running into the maze and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, once you go in there, you're one of them and I'm going to kill you and all that stuff. And then he sees, he takes one look at this like picture the guy drew of like chess man, brain man, and now and then he just We're completely friends. risks yeah. his life no, to save this guy. No, he gets killed because of I know he dies. I see this one picture. No one's ever drawn me as a superhero yeah. before. They're I, best friends. My, my wife hates me. My children hate me. But me, I could be a superhero, chess man. I'm not even good at it. Do you it. think he's like, what would chess man do? Like that's what he's chess man thinking. Would save genius man. He would, he would rook to King's Bishop four. <laughs> <laughs> but does, I mean, do we ever fi- find out? I don't really understand the nature of their working there. Like, obviously they have to run shifts. So they can't stay awake 24 hours a day. Do they get to leave and go home no, to family? No, definitely not. No. So when they go back to no, like they, a, a room, well, a cell they, or something? The movie outright says by the end of the movie that they're actually also prisoners in the, in the whole thing. Yeah. Like, okay. In the system. Like, yeah. Like, and actually, this is honestly, I was really enjoying the movie. This is kind of one of the detriments of the movie is this weird eyeball kind of grandmaster guy Jackson. shows up. Mm-hmm. Jackson, yeah. He's got the, the, the watcher with the googly yeah. eye. <laughs> the world's <laughs> worst makeup silly prosthetic I've yeah. ever seen. Like, it looks so it's bad. Just I want to write a short story. I want to write a short story called The Watcher with the Googly Eye. <laughs> Go ahead. I would make it. It's a good novella. Or yeah, something. yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, like in the world of the blind, the one eyed man uh, is king. Yeah. But he shows up like things have gone badly, and he brings in like half the cast of Homeland, and they sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's it's hard. I don't know the guy's name, but it's the guy that's like um, the main guy's like buddy in Homeland. He's mm-hmm. he's like one of the guys. Mm-hmm. But it, they come in and they're trying to fix stuff. But yeah, no, Matthew. He outright uh, by the end of the movie completely reveals that both Chessman and Brain Man are prisoners too. Are in the maze too that everyone has essentially like injected into their brain because they flash to it at the beginning of the movie a lot mm-hmm. essentially like some dark city-esque like memory changing yep. kind of implants and that yeah he's just saying like yeah it's part of your prison sentence we're just fucking with you <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah you guys are prisoners too because you signed that, away your life you signed it away right and I guess it's in question. Oh yeah, that's the whole thing. He has like release forms for people who have signed away to be. It's because everyone in the cube was on the death row, right. and then chose well, cube but, but over what's, except for. That's kind of a lie too, though. What's interesting? Except for the lady, he's saying, yeah. well, he, right, because she was put in forcefully. But he's saying, oh, everyone had a choice. Whereas she, she doesn't have a consent form and all stuff. And at the very end of the movie, the guy they're like injecting shit in his brain. He's like, yeah. yeah, we're putting you back in. Have a good time. And he's like, I choose death. You don't have my consent. And then the guy's like. No, you are. Oh, I guess you do have consent. He's like, yeah. oh, you signed years That's ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I already got you. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's not a lie, but it's like sort of. Well, because because yeah, like earlier in the in the movie when they're when he's just talk, talking with Dodd, he's all, do you remember being outside? Right. And like. Shell Beach. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, right. That's Shell exactly Beach. it. It's like totally. it's like neither of them can can even remember a time when they were outside because all that information had been. They only dream of it now. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even bring up the sleeper agent yet. Where the 
Right. The guy oh, that's God, a military yeah. guy gets a switch turned on, <laughs> yeah. his eyes go green, and he starts attacking them, but has this awesome move where he's oh. in the cube below. And he and jumps. Like, jump through the cube door, <laughs> through the next right. floor. He and jumps an entire jumps cube's length yeah. all the way out. So I don't understand. Is he like a robot or a he's cyborg? A like, he's just a soldier. super soldier. He's okay. like Captain so America or something. He has like yeah. cybernetic implants. That right. Yeah, and it's, and a micro, it's a microchip in the creases of his brain <laughs> and it allows him to super jump. access all of his joints much more powerfully. Cat-like reflexes. Okay. And it's like it's like they have him like subdued and like they're like all the doors are open so it's literally like hundreds and hundreds of feet straight down if you drop him down like the hole. Mm-hmm. But they don't do it. They just leave him as like no drop that guy's ass I'm not down touching the, the hole. fucking super soldier green eyed <laughs> guy who can jump thirty feet in the air. I'm running, man. Yeah. I'm running. I'm not touching him. So it ends. But, but the woman actually escapes, right? Yeah, she's they, they, made well, it out with her daughter. They the they, the they both escape, and I can't remember he. Well, he, he takes a dart for her. Like the, right, the, right. they're shooting darts right. every every which way and not hitting anything. And well, uh, they hit him like a couple soldiers. of times. Yeah, and so like yeah, he goes oh, then, you know, jumps into the front of the dart, and uh, she makes her get away. But she finds, but no, the she doesn't like. The daughter was never captured, is Correct. what I gather. Like that she, she was, right. she was, yeah, she her. found her daughter again in the forest, which makes me believe that, That's like, she convenient. was probably only in there for like a day. Right. Yeah, wimp. But what a day, wimp. A day in the cube is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you're in hypercube, and then it could be a so, thousand yeah. years. Cooper yeah. King. <laughs> just so I'm, just so I'm getting my conspiracy straight. So like the first movie, no explanation really. Yeah. Second movie, like weird paramilitary. I don't, I don't know. This movie is like they seem to. Implied that it's part of the government's, like it's actually legally like a prison sentence, and there's some weird like Orwellian yes. government in control of everybody. That's right. But there's still no reason. Like right. they still have built this thing, and right. there it's voluntary to go in, but still to the purpose of why? Why, why not just put them on death row? Why right. give them the choice? But they seem to be like political prisoners, or well, she, she was. Like she a freedom was. fighter. She was. she was a political prisoner who was right. put she's in an there. Activist, yeah. right. Who was so put? She's there. obviously rebelling against like some shitty government. Or yeah. Something. And but but and she was thrown in there without consent because it's like oh right. just throw her throw her in the queue. I still I don't know why, but I still get the sense that even even at, like the second movie and this movie that the cube is not government owned. Yeah. That's like how I, we have I privatized prisons or like some yeah. Kind of yeah. privatized prisons. Like it's not government controlled, but it's a, it's a service to the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see what okay. I'm saying? Okay. It's a special black smudge off the map sort of thing that's a secret that nobody would allow to and probably international criminals would be thrown in also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but we people definitely out to. Oh, I see. Um we definitely need to talk about the mind fuck at the end of the movie. Yeah. After all, it is it is cute. Literally, it is cute yeah, zero. Yeah. So it's a prequel. Yeah, sort of. That they tie it to the first movie. Yeah, they they tie it too yeah, closely. It's to the first genius movie. man becomes idiot savant. Yeah, I guess. I and it's weird. I guess the implant they give him at the end of the movie. To basically like they put him back in the fucking thing and he's sitting there and then he's moving his hands around like the guy like Kazan like yeah like Kazan he's going this room is green yeah. and then we he all says the exact yeah. same thing no it's all the same dialogue it's for all, all the same of the dialogue, dialogue. And, for but both it's like, characters it's like 
Yeah. So first of all, we all just went, uh, like grown because it was kind of dumb because it was weird to tie it into the movie so directly. But with totally yeah. different character yeah, archetypes. Yeah, it was, like, it wasn't, it, and it wasn't the same name. Yeah, they didn't even have the same name. In a different cube. I don't think it was uh, supposed prison. to be him. It was yeah. just another example. So it's meant to be like, he is someone like that guy yes. that's in the first but spot. Why, but why duplicate the lines. Exactly. That's the yeah. only thing that I can't even... Yeah, that's yeah. what I can't wrap my and head nothing around. else matched up. all of this has happened before. <laughs> It'll all happen <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because <laughs> uh, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I seriously hope that they're not actually I- implying that th- that this just is Kazan. Because that would be terrible. That's what they I thought at first. And then again, didn't watch, didn't watch the first one. Someone just told them about the first one and the <laughs> right. second. But the, and then they made it. But it's, see, it can't uh, be because third. it's different names. Like that, right. It's, it's right. so yeah. Easily saw that it's not. Maybe it's yeah. just a tendency. Maybe it's like this is going way too deep into the people who made this. I'm sure they didn't give a fuck as much as we're talking about it. But like maybe they're just saying it's some sort of commentary on the tendency of people. You know what I mean? Like you know how like it's an experiment, right? Let's say the cube is an experiment, and you're like logging results. Like sure. how do pe- mice react if you throw them in a maze? Yeah. Well, maybe if you throw an idiot savant into the middle of a green room. There's a tendency for people to ask the same questions. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. Yeah, maybe they are getting types. Maybe every time they're putting the same types to test it. You know, Not to mention the fact yeah. that they're completely controlling these people's minds with right. some weird chip technology that yeah. is just like they're programmed. They've what, been programmed. Right, to what's something. the thing in a test that stays the same? It's your the control. 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 So yeah. control. those types Sorry. of people are the control. A constant is also from loss. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. And then One more the, loss right the yeah. cube is the test. Yeah. So they have to have the control the constant yeah and uh, you know but my, my counter to the whole it's not kazam thing is the whole movie seems to play like this origin story because not like it'd be one thing if they just gave him his like idiot savant powers but the whole movie has been like this guy's a genius here he can see the maze in his mind they like they make this big point of he's like a really gifted yeah. smart guy right that can calculate things it's so it's like Unless there's two of those fucking guys that were put in, like it seems. Then why not just use the names on their jackets? I know. Well, yeah. I, maybe maybe the idea is if they ha- sit there and he's got the guy's name from the first movie, you're you know what's going on right away. Whereas like it's this whoa like surprise. If it's not, I don't know. Uh, there, 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 there's too they much. Kind of avoided that by just calling him a nickname, you know. There, there's too much. There's too much to yeah. Kazan that we learn in the first movie. Cube like he likes gumdrops. There was no like. <laughs> No, but no, serious. Like, no, no, they're, I, I they're, they're, there's laugh no, only because that's such this, a This character quality. of Wynn, the only food we see him ingest is in pill form. Right. And Maybe so, how do you know there weren't pill gumdrops? Yeah. Maybe it was a gumdrop. Maybe he uh, fucking loved pill gumdrops. <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems like there was more to that character, Kazan, than we like. We know a, at least a little bit about him. Right. And it doesn't seem to fit with this character of Wynn. I, you know, I can safely say this for certain. We have currently thought about it much more yeah, than absolutely. anyone making yeah. that movie did. Like they, I think they just threw it out there as yeah. like a tie to the movie. Without That'd be a fun thought. thing to connect the universes or whatever. Yeah, I don't think they gave a yeah, shit or Which is unfortunate because they could have done it right. If, it, if literally that it just was, I would be way more happy than the half-assed effort of kind of being it. It was too vague. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't, honestly, I would prefer like no connection to the. Sure, movie. me too. Yeah. Right. I, that would I be agree. the ideal. I believe what, what they're really saying is that they have a tendency of lobotomizing people who actually figure it out and yeah. throw it back <laughs> yeah, in there just yeah. to spite them. Yeah, yeah, just to be dicks. Yeah, 
See, dicks did make it. I was, <laughs> I was right. Ta-da! <laughs> you and know what's real crazy about the manufacturing of this cube? Is that they figure out the number system, and they're, like, doing really good with it. And then they put the, like, auto-destruct on all the number panels. Right. What fucking asshole has to go in there and <laughs> yeah. reinstall all those number panels? Oh, all around yeah. the edge of it. And this one, it's, like, yeah. letters, right? It's yeah, letters, man. But the letters represent the numbers. But I bet the cube does it itself. I bet oh, it's generated. you think so? You think yes, that thing absolutely. just... I don't know. That's hard it to do. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, real hard but to do. But they can only perfect this technology. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also three exits to this cube as opposed to oh, one wait, that we knew about. Matthew, I got you covered. I got you covered. So remember the whole clean sweep thing? Yeah. So there's this thing where like it hits the zero hour and this ray just like vaporizes anything organic or and it's uh-huh. all just clean. The, it's not acid. They pour over the letters like some organic, I don't know, like whatever, covers them up. You can't read them. Clean sweep wipes it away. Oh. And it was such yeah. an anticlimactic no, clean sense. sweep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like building up, building up and building up and then it's just cut and it's just like poof. It was like it was like the Earth getting destroyed in the Hitchhiker's Guide movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, and I actually do have one last one last thing, which is much like the marathon, Amanda's getting <laughs> tired <laughs> I'm of it. Teasing. No, no. Um, but I thought it was really stupid design wise that in Cube Zero the doors are circles. <laughs> much, right, much like right. Richard was annoyed by the box in the yeah. second movie being a rectangle instead of. It's just like. What asshole on like <laughs> day one was like, yeah, it's, this whole thing's like thematically skewed, right? So let's let's go some round Matt, round doors. Matthew, you ready to have your mind blown? No. <laughs> Cube yes. zero. Oh. oh. Right. <laughs> it's a zero in a cube. Come it's on. The greatest movie ever made. <laughs> there, are, there, there are a lot more like uh, submarine hit hatches that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very rudimentary and easy to put in. I was the saying, other ones go fantastical. Yeah, yeah. I wanted one to open and a Ninja Turtle to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me with this uh, fine cube marathon. Absolutely. Uh, if you enjoyed the cube marathon and have any particular thoughts on it, or if you have any ideas of other marathons we might be able to do in the future, please send us an email at cinemarathon at gmail.com. Oh, and also I should mention, uh, speaking of future marathons, I believe uh, our friend Manny, who's been on a few podcasts, had a really good idea for next month. Uh, So for February, I'm pleased to announce that we will be doing the RoboCop movies. And uh, in the meantime, yes, please uh, send us an email. Again, it's cinemarathon at gmail.com. And uh, in addition to that, uh, while we watch the Cube movies, and actually while we watch all our movies, we usually live tweet as we're doing it. So if you'd like to get in on that action, you can follow along. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, we're at Cinemarathon Pod. That's Cinemarathon P-O-D. And also that goes to our Facebook page as well, which is Facebook.com slash Cinemarathon. And all of that information I just mentioned, which is there's a shit ton of it, all of it can be found at our website, which is CinemarathonPodcast.com. So, guys, thank you for joining me, and uh, we will see you next month for RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. Give me them gumdrops. Yeah, gumdrops come in bags. (laughs) 